7.05 on your Wednesday evening, ready to rock and roll. The employment hour is here, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Want to give us a call on the air? You got uh, severance questions. You've been let go. You got a package in front of you. You don't know if it's too much, too little. Guaranteed is too little. Well, almost guaranteed is too little. We'll get to that. Also, the severance pay calculator, which is a, uh, a very nifty toy. We'll get to the week that was. Uh, you probably didn't have this week. I talked about this uh, earlier uh, with you today. And there's a video going around. In fact, you can go to YouTube and just type in Chinese spanking. Now, normally I would never say type that anywhere <laughs> in the internet except YouTube. You'll be safe. And it's a video of this. Um, well, it was a, a company, a bank, and they had uh, you know a bit of a uh, a team building thing, and the people were sent out, and there was a group of about eight people who didn't do so well at the end of it, so they were brought up on stage in a conference, and they were spanked with a wooden plank by a guy. These are employees of a bank in China. This happened, so I'm thinking, could you imagine something like this taking place here, at, like the Toronto Congress Center? Was like uh, you know CIBC. Could you like could you imagine they physically spank these people? You know nothing I can say now is going to top this. No story <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be able to have to a good convey. night, Toronto. We'll catch That's you it. next Wednesday. You know, we leave now. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know yeah. we talked about this earlier today. I mean you know the, the worst situation that I've encountered still really didn't involve any spanking because you you misbehaved. Right. Uh, yeah. Very very interesting how different cultures, different uh, jurisdictions have different laws. I guess that's acceptable there. Yeah. Uh, but here's a spoiler, John. Wouldn't be acceptable. Yeah. No. no, I know. Shocking, right? <laughs> Shocking. Week that was. What do you got? So, yeah, again, I'm trying to top that. I don't know if I can, but uh, thanks uh, again, and thanks for all our listeners here to talk about employment law, workplace rights. You, you've, you've always wondered something about your employer, your rights. Guess what? We're here till 8 o'clock. Give us a call. Happy to answer any questions and to get us uh, all in the mood for that. Uh, let me start off by talking about uh, two situations that I've dealt with uh, in, in the previous week. Uh, the first situation involved... Uh, a young lady that called me, she had worked for uh, for a small company uh, for uh, about three years. And at some point, she got into a, a personal uh, relationship with the, the owner of the company, small company, about 10 employees. And so they developed a relationship. They, they were a couple. They, they were open about it. Uh, and, and uh, you know, what happened is what often happens in these situations is she decided to break it off. Mm-hmm. There was a large age gap. She wasn't comfortable. Her parents were putting some pressure on her, and she decided to, to break it off with him. And initially, she thought he took it quite well. You know, there was no, no issues. But then shortly thereafter, uh, he started treating her in the workplace very, very differently. Essentially, he started excluding her. He would ignore her. He would go around saying good morning to everyone, specifically skipping her workstation, right. not talking to her. Uh, any, any workplace events she wasn't invited to. At one point, he actually called the meeting uh, in the boardroom to talk about something, and she was the only one not asked to come into the meeting. So she was essentially becoming a, became a, a persona non grata. She wasn't someone that anyone wanted, that, that he would talk to, etc. And she was very uncomfortable with that and made it uh, very difficult to get up in the morning and go to work. So she called me, and she wanted to know what can be done about this. Now, this, believe it or not, John, is not that an uncommon a situation mm-hmm. where a workplace relationship uh, ends badly and it impacts the workplace. Now, what does this mean for her? Number one, the fact that she is now being excluded, this poison work environment is being created by her boss, that's a constructive dismissal. She now has been put in a uh, workplace situation where it's very difficult to continue working. So she is now able to treat her employment as being terminated and get her severance, even though the company didn't actually let her go. Right. But beyond that, the fact that 
uh, she's being mistreated and excluded this way because she had a relationship with the boss who was presumably upset that she broke it off. It's now a human rights issue as well. Wow. Okay. Uh, so the fact that uh, he's now uh, upset at the relationship and he's essentially getting back at her for having the audacity of, to, to break up with him, it's a human rights issue. So this employer has really done things wrong, screwed up, and there's significant and very serious legal repercussions as a result of that. So we're going to be seeking compensation under the Human Rights Code. We're going to be seeking her severance and some additional damages. And I'm going to, she's no longer going to be working there anymore. Nice. Uh, and uh, you know, for, for everyone out there listening, if you're in that situation, if you're in a personal relationship in the workplace, be mindful that these things can and often do end badly. They go south, yeah, for they, sure. They, they really yeah. can. I know that John Oakley was talking about situations like, like that earlier, uh, I think last week. And, and they certainly do uh, often go bad. And this is just an, one example of them. What else you got? Second situation, very different, uh, involved a person who I'm going to call is a member of Lior's Army. Wow. What I, Lior's Army is those people that have been informed through us over this, with this radio show uh, over the last three years and are now armed with knowledge about their workplace rights. So what happened with this gentleman that he, uh, when he uh, called me, he called me to tell me how things worked out for him. He was laid off temporarily, and, and his employer said, I'm going to lay you off for eight months uh, temporarily. This gentleman knew that that can't happen, that he's actually owed severance because he nice. heard us on the show. So very bright guy. What did he do? He actually played for his employer one of our podcasts, one of the recordings on the AM, AM640 website where I talk about temporary layoffs. And he said, listen to this. This guy on the radio, Lior, explains things. So the boss initially thought that this was all nonsense. But what he did then is he consulted with his own lawyer. And he realized, yeah, that's right. right. I don't have a right to lay this guy off temporarily. So what did he do? Instead of keep, keeping him at home, making, making him wait eight months, he paid him a severance, which was great, which is all this guy wanted is to get a severance so he can move on. So the matter got resolved on that basis simply by him playing a podcast, one of the podcasts on the AM640 website from, uh, from us here. And, and it's interesting. It's really cool. Uh, the other thing, of course, the lesson here, uh, you know, when it comes to employment law is remember a temporary layoff, John, is a termination. If you've been laid off temporarily, you can treat that as a termination and get severance. You don't have to sit at home for eight months waiting, hoping that maybe you'll get called back to work. And uh, just, I guess that's one way to resolve it. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Take a quick break. We'd love to get your phone calls on the air. Lior at employmenthour.com. Lior's Army, eh? Very nice. I want a t-shirt, ballpoint pen, coffee mug, water wings, whatever. I'll take it all. See you no employment problem. hour. Talk radio AM 640. I was uh, losing my job, and uh, I was in for two, uh, two meetings with the boss, and they showed me a package, and the second time I went in, uh, they'd asked if I had spoke to anybody about it. I said I was in the process of speaking with the host, and they came back with 20 minutes later, and they upped it four times as much. 7.15 on a gorgeous Wednesday evening, and uh, we've got lots more to get through here. Situations where you have uh, more seniority than you realize. First, though, always to the phone. Got uh, Mike and Barry. Good evening, Mike. Opening phone call. How are you, pal? Uh, perfect. It's oh. uh, great. Um, I listen to you quite a lot, so I've learned quite a bit. Good man. It. What's your question? So my question is, um, a year and a half ago, I was laid off from a position that I had been at for two years, and they just called me in and said, okay, we're laying you off, with no intention of calling me back. And, like, I asked them, am I getting called back? And they're like, no. Now, there was no severance paid or anything. They just said, here you go, here's your employment or your record of employment and all that, and I was set on my way. Now, Mike, this was not a union position, is that right? No, it was not. Okay. And you you were there for two years? Yes. What kind of a job? What were you doing, Mike? 
Uh, manufacturing. Okay. And how old are you, Mike? I am 38 now. Now I was 36 at the time. 36 at the time. Got it. Now, after you left there, did you find another job? And if so, how, how long after did you find another job? It took me a few weeks. Okay. Um, I think they let me go in October. I don't think it was till the middle of November, so maybe a month or so. Okay. So in this situation, uh, they owe you a month. I mean, it potentially could have been more than that if it had taken you longer to find another job. But because okay. you were able to replace your income, let's say after a month, they owe you a month's pay. How, what were you earning there approximately? Uh, it was on the, it, like 16 or $17. I can't remember. Uh, 16, 17 an hour or something yeah. like that. So listen, you're owed a, a month's pay. And, and the, the good news is I, I can assure you that one letter, uh, you know, one, one page letter is going to resolve this and you can get a month's pay. So why not, why not do that? Give me a call off fair. Let me, uh, let me get you that one month's pay. I mean, you know, if you don't want to have it, give it to me, you know, may as well have it. Right. Yeah. Right. No yeah. kidding. So yeah, yeah no, they owed you severance. With... They absolutely okay. owe you severance. Uh, there's no way they can end the relationship, lay you off, whatever you want to call it, without paying you. And potentially it could have been as much as three or four months pay for you because you found a job after a month. That's what they owe you. Oh, okay. Perfect. So let's talk off air. Let's get you that month's pay, Mike. Like that number, 416-216-5900. Got uh, Leon in Toronto. Good evening, Leon. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, gentlemen. I'm a long-time listener, but I actually have a question. It's on behalf of my wife, though. Sure. She she works for a national company, and uh, where her minutes in the day are kept track of, like, diligently, uh, break times, lunch times, and she's allotted uh, 30 minutes, I believe, for personal time, where she can go to the bathroom. Now, my wife, she has a bladder issue, and she has gone over on this a lot of time. I can't. I think it was like an hour total, but they suspended her for a week without pay because of this. Are you serious? Yes. Unbelievable. They, okay. Yeah. So she had offered to get a, a letter from her doctor stating this, and she was willing to pay back the extra hour's wage, and they said no, and they, they suspended her pretty much for a week without pay. Now, she does not want to get suspended again because they said they will terminate her. And she has resorted to wearing adult diapers. Oh my Come God. on, Are you for a pee penalty, please! Oh my no, God, Lee. because she's so she's so worried about losing her job because we're in our late forties and we have kids to feed, and she's been there for quite a while. But as I guess she's got older, this has become a condition for her, and she's not sure what she could do. So you okay. got to HR about it, and it's, so, nothing's happening. So I'm going to tell you exactly what she's going to do, and I'm going to promise you that if, you, if she does what I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, she will not be fired. So okay. she's going to do two things. The first thing she's going to do is she is going to go to a doctor, and she is going to get a note from a doctor saying that she has a, a medical or bladder condition that may require her to, to take longer breaks. Okay? Yes. That's number one. So she, she's not going to ask them if they want it. I'm telling you she's going to go get it. That's number okay. one. Number two is she's not going to give it to them. I am going to give it to them. I am okay. going to send a little letter enclosing that note, and I'm going to say that we're going to that outline and remind them what their legal obligations are. And I promise you, when they know that I'm involved and, and, and I'm keeping an eye on it, uh, you know, in other words, an employment lawyer, they won't dare mess with her and they won't dare let her go. It would be completely illegal for them to do that. It, okay. not a, it would be a wrongful dismissal. It would be a violation of the Human Rights Code. So... If we do those two things, I mean, you could do just the first thing, but the first and the second thing together, I promise you there's no chance that, that they'll even dare consider letting her go. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm so 
horrified to hear this story. Uh, oh, it's crazy. Like I actually proved, I said to her, this has got to be human rights. Because, it is. I mean, it is. I mean, she, she can't force her. Well, they didn't tell her to wear diapers. This is something that she's done <sighs> oh, on her own God. because she's afraid that if she gets suspended again, they'll fire. I mean, she, a week without pay for having a weak bladder is, is Oh, not, my God. It's, it's ridiculous. Listen, it I mean, if sure. she, if she was sick of that place, I could get her severance right now. But if her goal is to continue working, the the, the best way to do it is exactly as I've said. Get a loan. Okay. Let me uh, forward that to them with some comments. Uh, don't worry. I'm not going to go over the top. I'm not going to make it worse for her. I'm okay. just going to make sure that they know that we know what their legal obligations are. So so let's do that. Leon, get this uh, get this number for sure. 416-216-5900. Again, 416-216-5900. More of your calls, some emails, and lots more of the show to go. The Employment Hour right here, Talk Radio, AM 640. 725 in the Employment Hour. Just uh, if you didn't get it down last time, of course, calling into the show now would be great. But uh, outside of show hours, 416 216 5,900, that is Lior's uh, number, goes right to his hip, and uh, Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. Got to, uh, John and Bolton. Good evening, John. Uh, hello, how are you? I love sir. your show. Oh, you appreciate it. Uh, you got a question for Lior? Just got into uh, work, and a, um, a truck driver worked through an agency, worked for the same company for four years. Just got into work, they gave me a, a sheet that my performance has been analyzed, and they have uh, targeted my sudden maneuvers as being too high. I don't know what sudden maneuvers are, <laughs> and they say, this goes against our company procedures. That's uh, news to me. I didn't realize that was a procedure. Uh, it is my duty to improve this performance in the shortest possible time. If I don't sign this sheet, they're uh-huh. going to send me home. Now, uh, first of all, do you know how they can even monitor sudden maneuvers? How did they reach the conclusion that you were doing something wrong? A satellite and a tractor. Okay, that's what I figured. And no one has explained to you what they mean by sudden maneuvers? I I certainly don't know what it means in in this context necessarily. Sounds like a bad 80s band. (laughs) Just now the uh, dispatcher told me it might be uh, switching from lane to lane too fast. Oh, okay. So here's, now, I only drive overnight. Uh, I switch lanes minimally. So the fact that I do it too fast is uh, not likely. Yeah, I like and, to see and, how and that's measured. I like yeah, to see how that's measured. And, and exactly. That's what I mean. How is it measured? What's considered too fast? And and you know, is, are they saying that? I mean, I'm not sure that there's a law with respect to how fast you change lanes as long as you're driving the speed limit. So uh, here's what I think you need to do. Uh, I think that uh, you need to. It's okay to sign this document. But I want you at the same time to send a, a separate note saying that you don't agree with it, uh, that you, and, and confirming that you will always be very careful in how you drive. And, the, and if there's any issues with your driving, you're always going to strive to get better. But I don't want that to be on the record that you've agreed that you've done something wrong. I don't want you to lose your job, which is why I, I, I want you to sign the document. But at the same time, send a separate note confirming that you actually don't agree with this. You're not, you're not aware of anything you've done wrong. And if they want to give you some specific information on what you've done wrong and what you need to do instead, then you'd be happy to discuss that with them. So that's, I think, what you should do here. Uh, and if you do that, uh, they're not going to be able to let you go for cause. If they ever decide to let you go, they'd have to pay you your full severance. Uh, so that's, I think, the best way to do it. This, this is frankly ridiculous. They can't just make some statement like that without any backup or information because what, what are you going to do with that, right? Uh, exactly. There's no date of when I uh, committed this uh, violation. There's, uh, and do I send uh, this to the agency I work for or back to this very company? I send it to both. 
I would send it to absolutely both because Ed Law, they both have liability towards you. So I'd send it to both the agency and, and the company. Uh, and, and again, it has to be in writing. You know, you discussing this with them is okay, but it has to be followed up with something in writing. Uh, without that, you know, if it's not in writing, it doesn't exist. And if they give you pushback, if there's other issues, if they let you go, of course, Give me a call off here. At that point, we need to have a more serious discussion. We've had this talk about building record, you know, making a permanent record of things that go on. So if it comes down the pike that they're going to let you go, you've got backup, right? Exactly. Not just he said, she said. And by responding to that, you're creating, you're starting to create this record. You can't just sign something and then say a year later, oh, I never agreed with that. Right. So that's why you have to, if you don't agree, say so. Put that in writing. Got uh, Pierre up in Peterborough. Good evening, Pierre. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for taking my call, gentlemen. Go ahead. I have a question. My wife uh, has been uh, working at the same uh, place for the past 15 years, and over the years, different owner groups have uh, owned uh, the business that she works at, uh, and there has been no issues uh, with the the transition. Uh, Part of her uh, compensation, her employment compensation, is a performance-based bonus which is carried over through all the different ownership groups. Yep. So newest ownership group took over uh, the location in January, and she was entitled to a performance bonus for the last quarter of 2015. Quite sizable. The new ownership group, or sorry, the old owners, have now informed them that they are not paying out the incentive, and uh, there's nothing that they can do about it. It affects about four or five employees uh, at her work, I'm wondering, is there something that can be done to go back and get this money, or is she beat? So uh, this is the old company, the company that's now, I guess, sold it to the new owners. Correct. And how much money are we talking about for your wife, approximately? Uh, about 1500 Okay. So, the, 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 yes, there is recourse. They owe her that bonus. If this is something that was always paid. If there's no real reason why, why, they're not, uh, withhold, why they're withholding the bonus. For example, if they're withholding it because certain milestones weren't met so she doesn't qualify for the bonus, that's different. But if they simply decided arbitrarily not to pay it, she, she, her recourse is, yes, yeah, she can start legal action, a claim against them for unpaid bonus. This would be a, a small claim type of a, a claim. Uh, and there, she could easily, easily do that, and she should do that. Uh, you know, $1,500 is a lot of money. If she needs some help, you know, some hand-holding with this process, because it's a small claims matter, when it comes to $1,500, she may not need actually a lawyer representing her, but I can give her some, some advice as to how to get the process started and make it effective. Happy to talk to her, but no, she, she gets the bonus. She may just have to push a bit to, to get it by way of small claims, uh, and, and hopefully she can get it that way. Understood. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Thanks, Pierre. It's, it's, it's interesting, a $1,500 thing. And it's like, now, because they paid it so many times before, now it's like a term of her employment, Yeah, right? um, I mean, he said that it's been paid throughout time, you know, through, through the various ownership groups. So, yeah, she gets it, unless there's a specific reason, a real uh, identifiable reason why this year they, they decided not to pay it. Get another quick call before we take a break. Uh, Michael up in Vaughn. Good evening. How are you, Mike? Good. Yourself? Good. Go ahead. You got a question for uh, Lior. So I've been working at a company for uh, two summers now, part-time. So the company is relocated to uh, out of the country. Yep. And now as a result, they've terminated like two-thirds of the company, right? Yes. And now I'm wondering, in terms of severance, what I'm entitled to. They've offered their own severance package, but I, what's an average, mm-hmm. what's a normal severance? Because the job is a base pay plus commission job. So you, you work there only in the summers? 
Uh, yeah, only the summers and just signed on for a full-time contract. And oh, then okay, the so, you, so you're currently, right before this move happened, you were a full-time employee? Yeah. Okay, and so how long total have you worked there? That'd be two summers now. Two summers. Okay, got it. And what, 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 do, you, what do you do there? What kind of job? Direct sales, so door-to-door. Sales, got it. And uh, Michael, how old are you? Uh, 20. So for you, you're looking at right around three months pay is what you're owed, okay? Uh, three months. Th- th- up, up to three months. Two to three months pay uh, is what you are owed. And what, what have they offered you? They've offered a severance package of two weeks with yeah. aggregated commission as the, as the way to settle the commission aspect of it plus the base. Yeah, and they would owe you two to three months pay based on your average earnings. So you know, if uh, so, it includes commissions. So no, two weeks would make it a wrongful dismissal. You're owed more than that, Michael. Give give me a call. I'll connect you with uh, one of the paralegals that works for me. She'll be able to help you deal with this matter and get the severance that you're owed. Clearly, you're owed more than mm-hmm. two weeks. Remember, John, age, position, length of employment are the factors. For him, he definitely gets about three months. Michael, that number, 416-216-5900. Taking a quick break. Lots more coming up. Your phone calls, we'll get to them as well. Employment Hour continues right here at Talk Radio, AM 640. Yep, 416-870-6400, star 640 on self. I'd love to talk to you tonight. Remainder of the show, got about 20 minutes to get in here and uh, ask your questions. I want, we, we touched on this earlier when you, uh, when you told our last caller about you know, age, uh, length of employment. Um, severance calculator, give me some details. It's a beauty. Well, the severance calculator is a, is a neat tool. It's a tool that I created almost three years, actually, I think over three years now, uh, where uh, it helps people, helps everyone uh, find out how much severance they're owed if they lost your job. It's, it's an easy, free, completely anonymous tool to use. And when you go to severancepaycalculator.com, again, severancepaycalculator.com, and you input your age, position, length of employment, and you find out how much severance you're owed. So we had a caller saying, you know, how much severance should I be getting? I worked there for two years yep. in a sales position. I'm 20 years old. Well, one of the ways you could have easily done that if you wanted to is go to severancepaycalculator.com and find out how much you're owed. And he would have seen that he's owed right around three months' pay, and they offered him two weeks' pay. Way off. Now he knows he's got a prom. Now he knows he's owed more. He can call me. So I encourage everyone to use it. It's, it's a really neat tool. It's uh, access to information. You can become part of uh, Lior's army yeah. uh, by using it, by being armed with this information, severancepaycalculator.com. Why is everyone still surprised by the number that comes out of the calculator? Because we're so being conditioned and, and, and to, to know that there's this rule of a week's pay for every year of service. Uh, and we go online and we read stuff from the Ministry of Labor that only tells you about a portion of what you're actually owed. So when you go on the severance calculator and you realize what your full entitlements are, it doesn't matter if you're an employee or an employer. You're going to be surprised, but the law is the law. Talk about situations when you have more seniority than you realize. Uh, We'll get through some of these tonight. Uh, Number one, if you were recruited from another job. Yeah, and you know, seniority is an important thing. It's one of the reasons why it's important is because it goes. It's one of the factors that goes in determining how much severance you're owed, the length of your employment, your seniority. And in many situations, uh, you actually have more seniority than you realize. One of those, as you've just said, is if you've been recruited from another job. So if you're not looking necessarily to leave where you are, you're working, you're you're, uh, securely employed, and another company or maybe a recruiter comes to you and convinces you to leave to join another company. Inducement, right? Yeah, you're induced to leave another uh, your, your secure job. And then things don't go, work out, you're let go, guess what? In that situation, you actually will get enhanced severance because your seniority with the previous company may get counted. So let's say you've worked for a company for 10 years, you were induced to leave and join another company, you worked there for a year, 
Now, when it comes time to severance, you may actually be considered an 11-year employee and get severance for 12 months, 14 months, 16 months, even though you've only worked for one year. So remember, if you've been recruited from a secure job uh, only to be let go in, you know, in the next three, four years or so, then you're entitled to enhanced severance because your past service, your past seniority may count in the current company. Is there a threshold for that? Like if you've worked for a year for the new company, three years, five years, when does it stop counting your previous job? Usually it's probably good for the first four years or so. If you lost your job in the first four years, then that previous seniority may count. Anything beyond that, probably not. So about four years. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. Joseph, good evening. Hi, good evening. How are you? Good, sir. You got a question? Go ahead. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. Um, uh, geez, where do I start? There's, um, I was working for a place for approximately 20 years. Uh, there was illegal activities going on, um, and uh, they took a series of reprimandation against me because I was speaking up about it. Uh, anyway, my... Um, uh, we uh, submit uh, a lot of issues into the court, and then the lower court overturned the Supreme Court decision. So there's a lot of inconsistencies that was going on with my case, and everyone just kind of dropped the ball. Um, so I don't know what to do. Well, obviously, Joseph, I mean, I, I don't know what your case is about, and I haven't seen any documents, so I, I can't really answer anything on the air without knowing anything at all, really, about the case. It's probably not a discussion we can have on the air. So happy to look at it and find out more. Give me a call off air. Let me see what you're, what you're talking about. A lot of things you said don't make necessarily a lot of sense. A lower court can't overturn a higher court's decision. Mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly what issue you're faced with. Give me a call. Let's talk off air. Let me review some documents, and maybe then I can I can give you some uh, some of my thoughts. Connor, thanks for uh, for calling in tonight. How are you? Hey, I'm doing okay. Thank hey, you for taking my call. I appreciate it. No, no problem. I, I have a, a question about um, – I, I work for a publicly traded company on the New York Stock Exchange, and in uh, years past, in their, their Form 8Ks where they have to file with the Securities and Exchange Commission, they talk about corporate restructuring and reorganization, and like you're talking expenses in the hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, I think that equals to people being laid off, people being forced to retirement. I am in my mid-30s, and I've been with the company for five years and growing – Am even I open to being laid off, even though, like, I mean, there, there is no real reason why I would be at all if it just was in the benefit of the company and the, the cost savings that they're doing? Yeah, the, the short answer, Connor, is absolutely yes. Uh, any, there's no one that, that's safe, quote unquote, from being restructured out or, or being let go, laid off. That can happen at any time for any reason. Uh, as, if the company decides to do that, they can as long as they pay proper severance. So, yes, they can decide for restructuring or really for any other reason uh, to, to part ways with you or any one of your colleagues. They'd have to pay full severance, again, based on your age, position, and length of employment. But there's no such thing as, well, there's no good reason, so they can't let me go. Ultimately, an employer can let you go for any reason. Do you think that in a scenario like that, for me, it would be difficult to be able to get like a solid reference, even though like, and I'm not just talking from a boss that, you know, that might give it to you, like the company giving their blessing and saying, this will be on our letterhead. And like, is there any concern to getting a good reference? Because if, if it's just a matter of inevitability that it's going to happen, whether I like it or not, I mean, that's something that can really help me get back on my feet going forward. 
The, the problem, Connor, is that some companies, for their own reasons, have strict policies that they don't provide references, uh, that they don't, they only are going to say, you know, he worked from this day to this day, his job was one, two, and three, uh, without actually using any adjectives, any, any really descriptives on the employee as a matter of policy. So if your company has a policy like that, well, they're going to not give you a reference. If they don't have a policy like that, then yeah, there's no reason you can't get a glowing reference. And then, you know, as long as they think highly of you, they should say that. So it comes down to whether or not they have a policy. If they do, usually they'll enforce it across the board without making any exceptions. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. We're getting through them. Hang on the line if you're waiting. For everybody else, we'd love to talk to you with the remaining few minutes of the show up until 8 o'clock. 748 Employment Hour. By the way, any time you need to get a hold of Lior outside of the show hours, 416-216-5900. That is the number. Got uh, Brian in Oshawa. Good evening, Brian. How you doing? How you doing, pal? What's up? Well, my wife uh, is going out on a surgery, so she's on a, a medical leave. But uh, she worked at a company for 16 years. It's a franchise. They've taken the franchise. The franchisor has taken the franchise off the her boss's hands. I just want to know, like, roughly, what would she be entitled to? after uh, working there for 16 years. So if she loses her job as a result of this after 16 years, I'll tell you exactly how much she's getting. Uh, now, what kind of job? What was she doing there? Uh, she's just uh, sales and sales, basically, and, and money. You okay. know, like counter. Okay, stuff. yeah, gotcha, gotcha. And, and how old is your wife, Brian? Uh, 60. So in her situation, she's going to be entitled to right around 16 to as much as 18 months of compensation. Uh, and, and so 16 to 18 months pay based on her salary uh, benefits. If there's any other components, if she ever gets bonuses, those have to be included as well. And uh, do we know for sure she's losing her job? Yes. And have yes. they said what they're going to pay her? No, not yet, because right now uh, she's out uh, having surgery, so she's on... Um, uh, EI disability. Yeah. And then when she comes back, I think she's going to go, they, they're going to put her on EI because there's no job apparently for her to come back to. So the way it works, Brian, is if when she's ready to come back to work, uh, you know, hopefully it's soon, hopefully, hopefully she recovers very quickly. But if when she's ready to come back, if there's no job, it's not nothing. EI has nothing to do with them. They at that point have to pay her severance. Somewhere between 16 to, to as much as 18 months pay is what they would owe her. And EI is something that she'll get after that mm-hmm. severance runs out. So it's not a situation right. that she gets an EI and see what happens. They have to pay to her at that time. So uh, it, it's very important. If they've already told her that she doesn't have a job to come back to, then they actually owe her the severance right now. But since she's uh-huh. getting EI right now from, from her, uh, because of her disability, it's not as, as concerning. Uh, I think that she should get her EI, get better, and when she's ready to come back to work, at that point, they owe her 16 to 18 months' pay. If they don't give that to her, or if they try to give her less than that, Brian, we need to speak because that's what she is owed, and I can easily help her get that if, if uh, they don't pay it to her. So remember, 16 to 18 months of pay. Okay, great. Okay, yeah, Brian? I don't know. Yes, yeah, great. Terrific. 
Yeah, your number, Brian, uh, just in case, 416-216-5900. Get to more of the show here coming up. You've got a few more minutes to give us a call. We'd love to hear from you, and uh, we'll go through the severance pay calculator again if you miss that part of the show as well. Very handy tool. You can use it uh, pretty much any platform. The Employment Hour continues. Talk Radio, AM640. Taking a couple quick calls before we uh, wrap up for the evening. Got uh, Janet in Bowmanville. Good evening, Janet. Hi, good evening. How are you? Go ahead. I'm fine, thank you. Um, just a quick question. My husband was working as in management at a company, and he was there about 12 years. He was laid off for a year, then he was brought back for a year, and then he was laid off again. And they gave him about a month's severance pay. Now, is there a length of time um, that, that you are required that you could go back and get further severance pay? Yeah, it's two years, but the question, Janet, is at the time when he was laid off, did he sign something? Did they ask him to sign something? No, he didn't sign oh. anything. No. Then he's, he, I think, is this a year and a half ago, I think you said? Yes. So he's still within time. There's a two-year limitation period, so he needs to give me a call because it's possible. If he, if he was there total 12 years, he could be owed another year's pay, maybe even more than that. Yeah, so, especially being in his 60s. As oh, Yeah. Age is one of the factors. So the the good news is we're still in time, but we may not have a lot of time. So so have him give me a call uh, as soon as possible, hopefully even tomorrow, uh, and and I'll help him to get what he's owed. Uh, John, give her the number. Janet, that number is 416-216-5900. Again, 416-216-5900. Michael, how are you? Wonderful, gentlemen. How are you? Good. Go ahead. What's your question? Well, Mr. Sanfiru, I was discharged from my job of six years about, oh, about eight months ago. And the severance package I received was a little low, and I brought it up to the person who was presenting it to me. And they told me that because it was considered to be a layoff, that the severance would be lower, and whatever else was owed, I could actually recoup from the government through the employment insurance. Is that accurate? That is completely false, not even close to being accurate. I, I hope you didn't sign anything. To I hope you didn't sign off your, your entitlements. Did you have to sign something? No, they, they just presented me with the package, and they told me, here, this will be directly deposited into your account on such and such a day. And thank you very much. Thank you for your service. Have a good day. Goodbye. So, so Michael, no. You're you're owed your full entitlements. Go to the severance calculator, severancepaycalculator.com, and give me a call off air because, no, they they were trying to pull one on you. That is completely false. That's a made-up thing, and I've never even heard of it. So let's speak off air and get you your full entitlements, Michael. Michael, that number for you as well, 416-216-5900. And finally, Mike in Toronto. You got the uh, closing call for the night. Mike, uh, what's going on? Hi guys, two quick question, really quick. Yep. So I just uh, I've been on disability now for just over two years, and I received termination papers. Yep. Uh, so uh, two part. Um, first off, were they legally able to terminate me uh, since I was on disability? Uh, the second part to that is I, I've been employed for four years prior to that. So there was four years where I was actually working, and two years where I was on disability. Now, uh, uh, so quickly, Mike, is yeah. there a likelihood of you being able to come back to work at some point? Uh, uh, yes, there is, um, although it's it's undetermined at this point, but I would expect that I could go back to work um, in the coming months or within the year. 
So it, they cannot let you go because you're on a disability. Uh, they can let you go for unrelated reason. Let's say if they close down the department and they let everyone go and you're one of those people, they can let you go. But because there's a possibility, a likelihood of you being able to go back to work, no one's ever said to them, you're never coming back to work, presumably, then you're owed your full severance. So the, the, they don't get a discount. And the years that you've been off on, on disability count towards your service. So you've been now two years and, uh, off and four years working, so you're a six-year employee. You could be owed eight, nine, ten months severance. So if that's not what you've received, Mike, I'm going to let you go because we're out of time. But give me a call off air. Uh, you're owed your full severance, presumably, and I look forward to talking to you and helping you get it. Done for another busy Wednesday evening. To so close, the number is 416 416- 216-5900. Get a hold of Lior anytime you need to drop an email. You could do that as well. Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. And you want to check out severancepaycalculator.com as well. This has been the Employment Hour right here at Talk Radio, AM 640.